0: Welcome to Wizard Team, a Black Magical Podcast for Black Magical Stories.
1: Hi everyone, it's Biana, Robin, and Portia embarking on a journey through the many fantasy stories written by and about Black people. Currently we're reading Amari and the Night Brothers by B.B. Alston and today we're
2: discussing chapter 13. Previously on Wizard Team, what so what did we talk about last time? Uh, definitely the fact that Amari and Elsie um, have become strategists. Uh, Elsie may have always been a strategist, however, Amari's trying to get like Elsie, um, <laughs> and realizing that she already does kind of have those skills. She just hasn't like gotten to the whole labeling and writing thing yet. So we'll see how that goes um, as they launch their efforts to officially find Quentin by one. Uh, making plans, and two, finding out what they can to, like, get them on the right path to find Quentin. Um, So the first part of that, the second part of that plan, right, actually gathering intel, uh, leads them into talking to the Van Helsings, because, of course, uh, the director Van Helsing is the one who is leading the whole department in supposedly looking for his daughter and her partner, Agent. So um, this leads Elsie to suggest maybe Laura would be the person the best drops some insights. Like, Laura likes to know things. She likes to be um, gathering people for stuff and, like, useful, using them for things. So maybe she could be the person to drop a couple of clues. Amari approaches her, and Lara seems to be into it until she takes her over to the table. And guess what? No she's actually going to make Amari's life a big old pain because she has no reason to embrace a, mag- a magician who she calls like a dirty ghetto criminal or to like make space for someone who clearly is should only be grateful to be there because she is a poor and everyone else who's there belongs there because they are have nothing to do with the poors. I love Cause it poor.
0: Cause they're yacht people. They're yacht people. <laughs> and they
2: go to Rome and Paris. Um, <laughs> They go to S- Saint-Tropez yeah, if they don't right. go to Rome, you know? Like, that's... Poor's don't even know what that is, you know? I just... Know. How can you be here and not relate to that? I just don't... I don't know what you're doing. Um, and then whenever she finally is able to get some information, it's the barest of things um, from, of all places, Dylan Ben Helsing, who seems to be slightly more willing to give... Uh, Amari's whole plan to learn about Quentin some thoughts as she asked him to uh, see if he would be down with her and in Elsie's investigation and he does tell her that uh, Vanquish uh, was kind of ransomed there, have, there was a ransom letter that was received by the department um, where they were asking for uh, Moreau in return for Vanquish um, And this is all being bartered by a mysterious apprentice that happens to possibly also be a magician. Um, But of course learning anything, any progress is going to be hindered by the powers that be, especially when the powers that be uh, are willing to wipe your memory and make you live in, in like complete obliviousness just so that they can monitor you. And that person is director Van Helsing. And once again, He's telling her to watch her back and how she talks to his daughter, um, and think of, think more than twice about becoming a junior agent because he doesn't think that it's cut out for her, because again she is a criminal magician, and she doesn't belong here.
0: TLDR: so, The Van Helsing suck. They're the worst. Real
2: hard, real bad. Three.
0: What did you say last time, Diana? At least three fifths of them suck. I think that was Portia. Yeah. Oh okay i can just I, I think, I think fifth, portia just because... locked the, the mother in the portia was like oh the mom sucks too <laughs> she gotta be in there too because she's not <laughs>
2: like someone's gonna stop the sound foolery and if you're just allowing it then you're you're just as bad yeah your foot's yeah. four fifths four fifths but
0: but dylan and maria might maybe not but we'll see dylan has shown
1: yeah
0: he's, ambi- dylan is he's like, ambiguous right now
1: Yeah. Okay, so Maria and Maria is like is Quentin where is like kind of the benefit of the doubt because she's Quentin's partner, but like we don't know.
0: We We don't know. 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 Hey man, I just finished Bloodmark and like homegirl who was also a legend born. Mm. But at least the legend born knew she wasn't shit. They said, You ain't shit. We ain't told you nothing. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I'll get over it i mean you won't but it's okay it's, i'll move it's past respected. it
2: <laughs> i mean it'll be there for you to pick it back up when the fourth book comes when the third third book comes out so
0: there's that i the also just need two. to know what the hell makes something a cycle i think it'll be four books because for like a cycle like a circle you know mm. like a,
2: i feel like you're I looking you're asking questions that we no one's gonna have the answers to and so yeah, I have no clue they decide what that contract looks like for uh that part tracy because I think she sold three books. Okay, fine. That doesn't mean that be, again, right? Right. I know. That's how, that's finish. why I feel like this the way I feel about the Amari series. I'm like the way them them contracts roll out Sometimes. and how I've been like how it seems like they've been doing them for series lately. I'm using Rashani Chocksky for an example. Like I think that she initially had yeah, like three or four. Up with,
1: she ended up with five, right?
2: Yeah, for Aru Shah. Aru Shah. and I'm like, Shah, it yeah. comes down to them contracts and renegotiations. So I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. I'm not going to discount how many books are in a series. I'm not going to count my books before my eggs are hatched.
0: So it's a contract. <laughs> eggs are hatched.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Anything could happen.
0: Anything could happen, but this is not whether team reads Legendborn yet. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we
2: still read the party. In case you were wondering who was campaigning for what book. <laughs> for what this? book after. What series after this one. Um, um but yeah, okay, cool.
1: Let's get into let's get into Amari. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> so the next morning is like their first official day as um, trainees. So they find their uniforms in the closet because once again, this is a magical closet that just gives you what you need, which I honestly love. And it's like you don't actually need to like things will be provided for you, and they mean that.
2: Um, yeah. I hope the hope is the same thing for the hair shelf. Like I hope that uh, all the black girls are getting the. You know what would be even better? So there was a salon that they could all go to, and we were hearing about Amari hopping into the salon every once in a while. That would be mm-hmm. perfect, actually. Yeah.
1: Um. So Amari has a gray suit, and then Elsie has a white lab coat. Um. The so Amari again is still not like comfortable with being in the spotlight or being um like the center of attention so she takes so she sees the moonstone badge sparkling on the front of her suit and um like immediately repins it under the like lapel of her jacket um because she's like no way am I walking around with a shimmering look at me badge attached to my jacket which is like I like hate this for her I understand it it makes a lot of sense. But every time she does something like that, I'm just like, girl, no, standing your truth. Like this is <laughs> like you earned this badge. Like you're so strong and like capable and super mad. You have hundred percent magic. Like, come on.
0: Try to dim your shine. But I yeah, I think I the thing like- with that that makes it really difficult for me. <laughs> um, is like I also have a I don't want to be perceived thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, same. But I don't know. It's just like this weird. Duality of. Being a kid and wanting to fit in. And not wanting to like. You know. Stand out in general. Especially because she doesn't know. Anyone or anything really about this world. So it does Mm -hmm. make a lot of sense. But also the like black girl magic of it all like you the baddest you the best Um, Mm and people need to know and I think but it's also like
1: oh sorry I was just gonna say it's also like (laughs) I mean it's like real life it's like you all of these forces telling you that you're like illegal and a criminal and like just inherently bad for whatever reasons and all the things that make you great are actually what make you bad like all of those things are true to real life as well so it's like hard to see her internalize that yeah um but again also it's the it's also like it's a lot of it's not it's like that but then it's also just in general it's weird when people are like you know what i mean it's like also on a base level like you said like not wanting to be perceived is a real thing like it's weird sometimes when people are like looking at you and watching everything you do and like whatever um whether it's for good or bad reasons so it's like it's complicated but i just want her to the haters i guess
2: leaving her own (laughs) thoughts yeah I just, I'm re- recounting. This is a day that lives in my memory that probably means nothing to my peers, but to me, uh, lives in, on in my memory because I wrote a story or something for some contest in seventh grade. And I didn't think anything of it. I just did it and was like, I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to turn it in and see what happens. And wore high waters on a day during assembly where they were announcing the no. winners in like one third place and then as I walked from the like bleachers to the like I could just feel everyone looking at me and like I think I heard some like chuckles and I was like oh no so I just like I know what it's like to be like in that age and just being like you like you want to be recognized for the stuff that you do but you also like don't want to be thrust in front of people yeah um especially when you're not confident about like how you feel feel about yourself at that moment
1: now that you're saying that it also just makes me think in general like kids are cruel
2: for a lot and i'll also note that as a tall
1: tall girl pants are a problem yes 100 percent like i'm still rolling up certain pairs of jeans because they are not reaching my ankle so i'm just like I gotta roll them up so they're not in that
2: mm-hmm. way like, <laughs> like a choice it's a yeah. choice
1: it was a- <laughs> um but yeah no like i'm just thinking about like this is like the age and like this is the time where you like I mean, we've talked about this like it's like where you kind of learn how to be and kids are cruel and they will just like let you know it don't take much
2: to set them off on you either it doesn't take Mm -hmm. it's
1: a small difference on top of the fact that like she's a magician so and you know what i mean like she's going to be noticed and i think she knows that like she's going to be noticed and she's going to be looked at in a um bad light to begin with so with the moonstone badge she's definitely just like i don't want there to be another thing even though Mm -hmm. technically the moonstone badge is the most like the magician part is actually really dope it's the most coveted
2: badge that's what i'm saying
1: like of in terms of like this society and like structure the moonstone badge is actually the most like badass part about her that everybody would want to like that they would like about they, her they jealously
2: wish that they had right? exactly yeah. Like, yeah
1: exactly like it's the thing that she would get
2: positive or attention I mean, for or yeah. hey, but, but not, from not peers, positive, because who again, are... if they're jealous then like yeah. maybe not but yeah. like then you're gonna come at it salty yeah and but... she's like trying to prepare herself for that and it, it makes sense but it's also like it's just it's just it's
1: heartbreaking hard. to read like i understand like again yeah. i understand it. it makes a lot of sense for the situation that she's in and even like how she's grown up um because she was like this before that, even like people comparing her to Quentin and stuff and her being like, I'm not that great, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. um, not wanting that expectation on her. And so, yeah, it makes sense, but I just I hate that. It's for sad. Her.
0: <laughs> I also yeah. like so we're 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 gonna read it in just like a second too, but I was thinking about the idea too that she's still learning a lot about this world. And so on your very first day it is kind of like expectation setting as well because that moonstone badge is giving people like gifted kid expectations but she also knows that like there's so much stuff that she doesn't like she's she might have the most potential and the most magical potential which is what the moonstone badge says but she also has the least amount of support not just support but like practical understanding of this world she has like mm -hmm, a lot more mm -hmm. to learn than the legacy kids and the kids that are being here and on the first day there's a potential there's a higher potential of being I don't know if you guys always like felt like this I I felt like this a lot in like first days of school or first class of a new semester or whatever it's like I please don't ask me a question because I don't know what is happening and like I'll catch up. And I used to have, like, faith Mm -hmm. or the ability of, like, once I know what I don't know, I can learn it and I'll catch up and I'll get there. But, like, that first day of just, like, they're going to ask me a question and I'm going to look like an idiot because, like, I don't know what's going on. Um, I think that that is also might be a part of it as well, of, like, Mm -hmm. it's the first day of training and I got this big shiny Moonstone badge and people are going to be looking at what I can do. But I can't do nothing because I didn't even know this place existed a week ago. So, right there's that part too. Expectation setting,
1: yeah, definitely.
2: Um, Not to mention the like hmm. star older brother, like that's the other right. expectation
0: thing. Um, star older so oh, Amari
1: man.
0: hate him. Speaking from experience,
1: <laughs> I was gonna say I think like you're the only one who can. <laughs> As the oldest, yes, the older oldest sister, uh, exactly, literally song. can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> right? Very
2: sorry. Uh, that sounds bad for you. <laughs> Y'all speak, man. Like, At least, have, like, in, empathy,
0: but... in my brother's like semi. I
2: have very little for my. I have very little for my sister because she really was like. We'll talk about
0: it. Yeah, in my in my semi my brother's defense, though, I had we had like our like perceived area so at least like yeah i'm not gonna i remember they like wanted me to try out for track and do all this stuff and i was like i am not brandon i'm not running right. i'm not I fast like i'm happening. not like effortlessly athletic i'm, I'm effortfully <laughs> athletic like i gotta work on it but like i also very much had my sphere of being a nerd and reading and stuff like that so okay. it Star older brothers stink, but if you have your own little lane, you can carve out something bad. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so Amari and Elsie are like kind of talking as they're you know trying to head to their respective departments. Um, Which like I appreciated this because Amari. Like, we've talked about, Elsie is a really good friend, but I also, like, Amari is, too. Like, she, she's very much not keeping things from her and is, like, like just the way that they trust each
2: other and, like, so quickly is really nice to see. Um, and she's also very supportive of Elsie's, like, inventive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not like, uh-huh, okay, girl, like, eyes clouding over, not right. actually paying attention kind of thing.
1: Yeah, like, the way that, like, they really support each other in a way that, like, feels, at least it, like... Obviously, friendships go through different stages or whatever, but it's like, again, it's so early. And so the way that they're like, kind of at this point, effortlessly able to like support each other and kind of like figure out what the other needs and like what's, you know, like they're just very honest with each other in a way that is nice. Um, so Amari talks to her about um, what Dylan told her about the ransom letter. Um, and then. To also tells her about uh, Magician Girl 18, who's like the mysterious person DMing her. Um And so, which is really the one where I was like, I'm glad you're telling somebody about this because somebody mm-hmm. needs to know. Like, you obviously can't trust them, the adults here yet, but like, somebody needs to know about this in case you come up missing.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: so, um, so yeah, but Elsie's like, what if, um, She's the same magician the bureau is looking for. What if she's Moreau's apprentice? Um and Amari's like, "Well, why would that magician want to be nice to me?" Which, you know, sometimes people do. Like that's a way to, to get to
0: radicalize you, my dear.
1: To radicalize you, to use you into doing something that you didn't mean to yeah. do. Talk, like you lose know, had a lot a of false sense of
2: security before they kidnap you, but exactly. There's a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of different things that they could do. <laughs>
1: Um, but she's also like it. She could also be someone pretending to be a magician just to mess with her. Um, and then she says, like when Emily, well, she thinks like when Emily Grant and her friends sent her friend requests out of nowhere just so they could post mean things on her page. I'm just like. Oh.
2: But also, the does kids. the existence of a magician girl eighteen give us possible like reasonability to say that there's a, there's seventeen other magician girls? <laughs> that have <laughs> usernames.
0: I never thought about that because I immediately went to... Like, I was packer i think it was like green girl oh eight which the green was because packers and the environment when i was whatever um in in sync lover one four you know what i mean like there's always i never <laughs> thought <four> like <laughs> yeah i never thought it was like a you know that's generating yeah magician girl's favorite number is 18 and 18 my in numerology might mean something you know pull
2: right. out the book for yeah
0: for me i always o- put
2: 20 for my birthday but like i also but also sometimes i know that like if you can't get like if you want to just be magician girl yeah. and then nothing like it was taken yeah and they're like but magician girl 18 is available you'd be right. like well i guess i'll take magician girl 18 like <laughs> that's so funny
1: okay so then uh amari's like besides director van helsing already thinks i'm a criminal that message is an excuse he needs to, t- to kick me out so again a reason why she's not going to the adults with the information about this person who's messaging her um they get into an elevator um next what, again, to group- sorry
0: i'm sorry oh. but we can uh-huh. move on to like as director of special investigations like duh of course you find out that there's a magician with a hundred percent magician power or magicality or whatever they call it like the other magicians are going to want to Mm. recruit that person get her on Mm -hmm. your side this is so stupid Mm -hmm.
2: and you know what she wants to lure her in with little tidbits about her brother like what are you doing like your freaking prejudice has you so warped that you don't even know how to do your job right like that's how messed up you are right now
0: it's so dumb (laughs) (laughs)
2: imagine if he were down to like what if he were down to like catch a predator and if she gave him that information he'd be like yo sting operation let's go right Right. but
1: because he's not trustworthy and he's already threatened to lock her up
0: kick her out place her memories like he's not getting like vital information nope i think luna wants
1: to
2: be um too bad
1: um so they get into an elevator with a large group of boys in scuba gear they're clearly headed to the department of undersea relations um and then there's two kids two girls in safari gear and they're trying out for the department of creature control and i just you know again all of these departments sound amazing and my thing not that i would want to be in those in particular Mm -hmm. like they're not for me but the fact that they exist is tight i will say
0: i read that and i was like undersea, whatever, that's Doc Kashana, and then wildlife, mm. whatever, I was like, let Stacy have some magicality, and she'd be over there talking about murder cats, taking them <laughs> home. She'd, she'd be, be like, the no, girl that, that kept, like, her tiger kept going missing. Like, Oh, that's, yeah. Stacy.
2: So,
0: <laughs> you know, know like, not for me, but why I Why would she be I see... like
2: Antonio from Encanto? Like, Antonio from Encanto
0: was like, he was like, oh, yeah. Of, like yeah. because Stacy, Stacy in mm-hmm. particular, loves the ones that might kill you <laughs> i think it's part, the, it's part of the part of the allure for her yeah
1: yes. but yeah no it's but- like i just feel like yeah i just feel like there's a for lot for me of i'm thinking i was
2: thinking like how competitive are these other departments like it sounds like by far everyone else is having a bit more fun a bit more leeway to kind yeah, of get a like grasp of what they're going into. Like- yeah, like, they to like and they get like- get to.
1: They seem like they're having a lot of fun, and like, granted, Amari was not going to have fun regardless because of like the nature of her being. here She's here on a mission. She's on a mission. Yeah. Like it is what it is. But just in general, I just feel like all these kids She's are missing out on trying the out for the Department of
2: Supernatural Investigations. Mm-hmm. Need to go
1: hang out under the sea. Like, come on. Like,
2: let's like. As soon as they said, "There's 40 of y'all vying for four spots." I, okay, well, sorry, right. I'm, I'm no, spoiling. Okay, not really I would have been like,
1: "We read the whole chapter."
2: But I, <laughs> I would have been like, "Oh, so can I? Uh, this is a, is this is day, Is this a acceptable for me to swap? Can I like you right. know can like I this try, quick yeah. little swap over so to, to my to my second choice? Because uh, no, I'm so not going to have for gotten, something.
1: Like some of them might not have even like you know like I think there's probably more than the 40 that we end up seeing that. Yeah, they didn't um, get chosen.
0: They, just
1: got their second, they got sent to their second or third and i'm choice. just like it's the problem like and i'm like this is propaganda because why do y'all all want to be in this department all these other departments yeah. sound so cool <laughs> they really do not that this awesome. one doesn't like i think that investigations and like being a like you know agent does sound interesting it's like you know again we all watch men in black that movie's dope so it's not that it's not Fun or interesting. It's just that like there are so many options, and the fact that that's and the you one can that be just as active
0: and on and the do, field
1: like, exactly. As so as any, like, yeah, so,
0: yeah. I it's also a, think about the propaganda. fact that like for me, I'm not competitive, and like while investigations yeah. would seem really interesting, like the I probably wouldn't do well because I don't thrive in like that c- competition. Even if I was good at like investigations, where these other departments especially if it's like we got four trainees and we have six slots so everyone's probably gonna make it like I would do so much better because that pressure to like if I was gonna you know it's gone so Mm -hmm. um like I'm wondering what Elsie is you know they're just now they're just like actually being able to like absorb everything and not be worried about how much they're learning and competition with the next person as well yeah you know,
2: like he can even build up a friendship with the people that are there because you're worried about smashing them oh, into gonna, them getting into the spot, yeah, right?
1: And then Amari, in particular, this is her only chance. Which <laughs> <But> again, <laughs> she has no other choice. Like she's she's going to the Department of Supernatural Investigations. Like that's where she has the best chance of figuring out where her brother is. So again, her her specific circumstance is different,
2: but also. But it's would just, that, like, one of the adults be more like mentory to her and be like, you know what? Like, that is a rough card that you've been, you're being played. Like, I will say that, like, you, I, we, I know that they said that you couldn't come back if you don't make
0: it, but like, I feel like we could figure that out. Like, but I, I also, I like, like,
2: this is your only way in. Van Helsing mm-hmm. said nah, that. It
0: was Van Helsing? I yeah. don't, it's not a, it's not an actual, it's, yeah, it's not
2: a done deal. Yeah. 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 But I feel like she should know that. Like I feel like that would give her a bit more. Maybe it would let, allow her to appreciate what else is going on, so she could put it have an eye out for what else she might be, she might be, interested, be interested in, in. outside in. of this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But like I don't know if any none of the um, I don't think any of the adults would like say that explicitly because they don't even know that, that she was told that this was her only shot. You know what I mean?
2: With that, she had a mentor that she felt, as as an adult, she could go to, like, "Hey, this is what he told me." Like, she might even think she might even you think know? anything about it, She's like, "Oh, I know, I only have one chance to get in." Like, who told you that? Right? Who said you only had one? Right. Time, you know, who said like, like said that? Who said that? <laughs> 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 um,
1: okay, so Amari's getting like nervous, but Elsie's like, "Don't worry, the first day is just a tour." Um, so there's a, you know, it's okay. Um, so she, Elsie ends up going off to her, uh, or no, 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 just kidding. Elsie stays, they get to the Department of Supernatural Investigations first, um, and it's half full. There's 30 kids in light gray suits, all standing shoulder to shoulder, um, and then, like on the so the floors are covered in black and white tiles the walls are glistening white. there's two black pillars surrounding a white statue of abraham van helsing driving a stake into vladimir one of the knight brothers which is like very like again the van helsings are very like propaganda it's propaganda but also like they're just very like show like why do you have a statue of your ancestor in the like
2: that's my, that's my for me like i like it's it's invested if it's very clearly invested in their insecurities cuz it's like you're so pressed about like your ancestors like freaking uh reputation like, you, you don't have anything to live up yourself to allow mm-hmm. to yourself. Like, you're like, we will fund maintaining a statue and an apartment entrance before we will actually push ourselves like, to be outstanding ourselves, besides the, Maria. little painting apparently. on the side. Well, on the, the thing wall. Like <laughs> funny
0: too, is that, like, do you think we would think this way if the Van Helsings weren't still so involved? Like, if the director if a a van helsing wasn't the director right now if you know what i mean because like we have we put statues up of like big things like i but where's the other co-founder of the apartment then like you know like it's
2: because it's like because they weren't the only founder so who's
0: where's the statue of the other that's what i'm saying it's like i feel like you immediately see the statue and you're like "Mm, the van helsings did this for their own ego because of the van helsing that we've seen and the lack of and and the prominence of it right whereas i feel like if you would have gone to another department and seen a statue when you walk in it would be like oh look at that they're like honoring their history or
1: right. whatever yeah it, you no, wouldn't have that so. cynical it, it's the like um i get what you're saying right like, cuz it's like the the it's also the like the reaction that you have hearing this name after already or reading this name after reading it a bunch of times and seeing like all these people are a-holes who also because the first time we are like introduced to i mean i guess we see the twins before we see director van helsing but they don't really talk so like when we see director van helsing his first thing is to be like i'm the descendant of abraham van helsing like oh Mm -hmm. my collar like i'm so i'm this i'm that like my my family is so important like he does all of that so then like once you get here you're just like ugh
2: like exactly. that you know? Like, exactly. And there's no reason to not be proud. Like, if I were from a distinct, like, especially like black people, I'm like, yo, so, especially if my hair would fly that day, I'm like, I am the descendant right, <laughs> the like, Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's like. Yeah. So I understand. But it's also it. like the I...
1: institutional part of it, too. It's like, if, yeah. like, we were in a different department and they had, like, we we're in the Department of Undersea Relations and they had Ariel up. On the thing, and then <laughs> all of the people, then, then, but then also, there's like all her descendants are down there, like, yeah, you know, she was the first to come out and deal with over like overseas relate deal with like the overseas people, whatever you call them. Um, like, it could just be like, it, it's really, yeah, it's really like the attitude of the current descendants
0: and the like Nepo baby of it all. Like, yeah, the fact are, that they're all like, going
1: through there. Van Helsing you, is the director. His all that, three of his yeah. kids are like in this department, or one vying is for in the department, two are fi- vying for spots right now. Like it's just digi- it's, the idea, and the like, fact you're that make like, it. like,
0: and it's like in yeah. your face the- about it. Like they're not even trying to mm-hmm. pretend like they earn this spot. Hold on one second, sorry, this dog.
2: But also, I think it's also the fact that uh, Lara made it no, like hints like she was very very upfront about the fact that she was like there are only so many spots and there's places who are, those are already taken like you're I mean, yeah. not supposed like no it's not you're a not- tryout. <laughs> yeah like those yeah. are already spoken for like you're like there's no reason why you should feel like you should be included in this because that's this is already spoken for mm-hmm. and it's like that being part of how she's thinking when you know that her father is a director, it's, like, there's a reason why she thinks that way. Like, it's not that, it, like, it's just that she's a spoiled brat and, like, she's trying to use a tactic against Amari. Like, she literally feels that that is true. Like, that she deserves the spot. The spots are for her and people that she thinks that it should be open to. Mm-hmm. Like, she's the one who's gonna have the judgment of who should belong and who shouldn't.
0: I yeah. also wonder, like, how many times her dad or her family has been, like, you know, when she was thinking, you know, I'm sure they talked about it at the dinner table, like, oh, what should I choose? Or what should my top five be? And I wonder how many times their family's like, don't worry about it. We got you. You know what I mean? Like, it's... But why would it, she do that? Like, why? Because it sounds like, like they've
2: never made... Like, no one in their family has been like, oh, I want to try out for the Department of uh, Creatures this year. No one's ever gone straight from the path of, like, investigations.
0: Yeah, but I, I but that's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder... I wonder about that in terms of like you. I mean, you see this a lot with like um, colleges, right? Like, I don't. I'm going to use Gilmore Girls as an example of like Lorelai telling like having Rory be kind of obsessed with Harvard, and then you find out once you meet her grandparents and stuff like that. A lot of that had to do with the fact that it was like a rebellion against Yale and mm-hmm. always being force fed this thing. So there's all like there could be those van helsings who feel like i don't actually care about investigations or i don't really want to you know do that but they feel so pressured to like follow the path right so um yeah it's like how long has she been kind of being groomed and also told that she has nothing to worry about and that spot is hers right so like she they're walking in like there's four slots but two of them already have van helsing written in pen written in ink you know so it ma- just makes you like annoyed annoyed with the whole process like at least pretend like it's an even but then pretending to, like or like pretending it's not, would mean
2: yeah. that we care how other people like and are judging us for this and we feel like we're the judges of how, we are the ones who set the standards around people should be working in this space so why would we care how other people feel because
0: they it? still usually like the pretense and the appearance. appearance of meritocracy and but that they earned it but yeah
2: i feel like Lara's whole uh, conversation last chapter tells us that they care not
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um <clears throat> so oh <laughs> speaking of the statue um Lara points it out to amari and is like you see that statue? That's how bureaus feel about the magician. Or that's how the bureau feels about magicians. Um like okay, girl. Which is just like,
2: please. Let's not. Like I just why did you even come over here to me? Like, it's like, like, not checking for you, me, bro. Like, please. Like, oh no. She's the oh, worst.
1: Man. Um her she and her friends laugh, and only Dylan keeps a straight face. Um, Amari ignores them, finds a spot on the opposite end of the line. Um And everyone is kind of, like, quiet and nervous. Um, And then Agent Fiona shows up a few minutes later. Someone, like, apparently she has a nickname of the Red Lady, which uh, makes me think of Game of Thrones. Um, (laughs) But uh, I think it's just because of her hair. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so she looks at them and she's like, none of you are getting good at heeding warnings, she asks. And it's like, y'all are still keeping up this, like, It's not that it's not dangerous, but I guess Magnus got her to to go in with him on being like curmudgeon, being a curmudgeon about this. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is dangerous. Everybody else is like, we're flipping over off of ceilings and whatever. Um. Well, she's like, "Don't go." So nobody answers. Um, she says don't go losing your nerve now if you can't find your voice in front of me what chance do you have in a forest of tree zombies closing in for a bite or a score of stone skinned gargoyles circling above you with ill intentions again I would just not be here Right, zombies but... I
2: would, I...
1: <laughs>
2: you already didn't have you, me you and already you said know. zombies
1: and I'm like no I'm like, done you know so what also... like I
2: got I, I, got caught up in it like I was just curious <laughs> and now that you're complaining some more I'm good hey, no, does tree zombies though mean that they eat tree brains are the trees zombies that are eating humans yeah do they eat other trees i just i have question i follow up question
1: in my head tree zombies sound like undead trees that eat human brains
2: oh no that's like if you're a tree zombie why wouldn't you eat other trees trees? like would you not be a cannibal like of your own kind trees don't have brains are we sure they have roots and they have languages
1: no, well, I just mean of... like
2: in terms of like the meat to eat. Like they don't—they
0: got sap and shit. Sap I don't know. is not brains. Okay. You Sorry, say so? this... <laughs> this it don't matter. I'm, it, it, it really it doesn't matter because I'm not there. Same. <laughs> Wasn't there to begin with.
2: I love that one of the known changes now for this show is going to be tree zombies. What do they eat? Like,
0: <laughs> but like you need to know.
1: <laughs> no you don't actually you just need yeah. to not be there
0: you need, you need not to not be, be there
1: you, you need to never be in a situation where that's a possibility <laughs> um
0: you got zombies y'all it's time to go
1: no thank you um I'm sure you'll see to it we're ready for whatever comes our way says Laura uh, Van Helsing stepping forward and I for one and ready sorry and I for one and ready for the challenge it's just like girl shut up mm-hmm. um brown nose so fiona stalks over Cake and says eater. sorry <laughs> um fiona walks over and says you've got the look of a lass who's hunting glory little van helsing and trust me there's a good bit of glory to be found as an agent but there's no surer way to fail at this than to go seeking it out you'll do well to remember that you all would and i'm like um so amari is like you know not laughing at her but is like you know that's that's nice that she got put in her place because (laughs) this girl um but then fiona turns to her um tells amari to step forward and then she puts her face really close to her staring into her eyes um and it's completely different from how she looked at her yesterday so amari's kind of like did i do something to make her mad like she's Nervous for obvious reasons. And then she says, I suppose you think you're special with your fancy badge better than the rest of us. Um, Amari says no. And he says, then can you tell me what on earth made you put down Junior Agent when you ain't got a supernatural ability to speak of? Um, I do have a supernatural ability, Amari says. It's just illegal. Mm-hmm. Same difference in the end, says Agent Fiona. Which, okay. It's really weird to me that Like they keep talking about oh it's illegal whatever she can't use it but one we've already talked about like it doesn't make sense to not make sure she can control it right and also why not train her so that she knows how to use her illusions to help you in this agency like she had like she said she has a supernatural ability you're telling her she can't use it and like that just feels like a detriment to y'all it feels Every, like that would make- like, this Isn't it only real?
2: illegal because y'all make the laws? And right. Like, so just be like, you laws. know what? So We just...
1: should actually give this one a chance. We've never gotten to train a magician before. Maybe right. we should try it out. See if that makes, some, makes a difference.
0: I've been saying. The whole logic of this whole thing has been stupid. You spend just, your whole time like... fighting magicians. You finally have a brand new magician who you could get on your side- Uncorrupted by uncorrupted, like, these older, ma- right? Magicians. Untouched, and y'all uh-huh. just immediately criminalize her and ostracize her. It, it, the whole thing doesn't make any sense. It, it's all, and flawed. It's, but
1: it, yeah, and it doesn't make sense in the like way that, again, like racism, Big, and, like right. all right. these Bigot- bigotry doesn't make sense. It's, it's like, it's the second you start really thinking about that, shit, you're just like, no, but why? Because it would actually. Be who like, you be so much better and also like be more efficient, like it would more helpful, it would like it would help, help everybody, people. it would, it it would help more people, it would be easier for you. You wouldn't have to jump through all these hoops yourself to make sure mm-hmm. that I can't do the thing that I already inherently have like like am good at and can do. Like, but instead you're making it harder for me and for literally everyone else by criminalizing me. It's like just how the world is now and it's so frustrating when you really like start to dig deep into like what all yeah like bigotry is so it just like relies on
2: people wanting to be ignorant yeah yeah but also like my, my thing is like also like and this is perhaps not the um allegory that bb Olson has so i'm sorry sir uh, but it just reminds me about like the criminalization of like drugs in particular, right? Mm-hmm. Like how like so specifically like marijuana, right? How they have put people away for generations for carrying it for distribution, etc., only for there now to be like wi- uh, widely states are accepting it. Um, it's not as criminalized as before, and it is like people are gaining whole businesses based on a distribution of this thing and it's like it doesn't all it really took was people to stop like to see like call it out for the lens of like just criminalizing the populations that tend to use it like another reason why to like police and criminalize these populations and other factors that have made it more um acceptable for it over time to be not seen and as like a criminal offense and then people are like oh why did we why was that a thing like that didn't make any sense and it's like it because Absolutely. like it really like you can literally trace the trajectory of when it started being criminalized for uh certain populations to now you can really just th- throw the crew line and the through line is bigotry like you you can really just follow that path and it's like it's ridiculous because you g- it's like why do we wait till we're on the other side of a thing before we just
0: like call a spade a spade this is bigotry like let's not do this um because they like the marijuana example because that's when those com- they be they were able to profit off of it
2: yeah
0: yeah and the people so who they're, also, criminalized, they're also currently
2: able to profit off of, of it
0: no they're ab- now they're to this day. they're able to like legally pro- the people who are profiting off of the legalization of marijuana are not the people who have spent generations in- and yeah. incarcerated so um yeah. Not I don't know how I, I'm thinking about, but I can't say how this relates completely back to Amari until we get there, because it's a spoiler. But um that did make me think about the future of the criminality of magicians once we figure out the, like, scope of... No. Once we figure out the scope of, like, are how deep magicians are embedded into, into the society underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Did I get it? Did I do it? I don't know if I did it.
2: The other magician girl 17s. The other yes. 17s. <laughs> 17.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> Yes.
1: So. Fiona says, when a werewolf's got you by the throat, you can be sure he won't give you the courtesy of a timeout to let you work out if it's okay to use your illusions or not. Which, again, just tell her it's okay. But that's y'all. That's on, that. you. on you. Are you going her? to
2: punish me if I use my illusion to save myself from the situation? That's or on you. Save that's me on me and you. y'all.
1: Um, then she says, so tell me, why are you here? Um, and Amari's like, to find my brother. So you don't want to be an agent to help others, only yourself. Is that right? Um, And if I said you're wasting your time, that in all my years of training agents, I've never seen a worse prospect. Um, I just, okay. So I am generally, I generally, I like Fiona and I do understand what she's trying to do here. But again, I just feel like none of these, none of these adults have like credentials, the right credentials to be, Dealing with Teachers, children. And yeah, because it's just children. like, what are you. What, like, I understand the intention behind this, but it is really not a good.
2: Like, the this is neither the place nor the time to be trying to make an example for Amari to make in front of the others. Like, so, I like, think she, the last her, thing that she needs
1: not. right now. The last thing she needs right yeah. now is to be put on the spot. She's already been put on the spot since she walked
2: it. Like, she's not not been in, put yeah, on the spot. She's like, always she's on had a the moment spot. where she's, she's all. <laughs> all she's clocked it she's clocked in without trying to be like it's exactly just, she's there so it'd be um, better if you took her off the spot but instead like we're doing instead, this Instead, and i like i again i also was i that's my note i'm like i see what she's trying to do but like you can't do that with give it without giving Amaria a heads up so she's prepared like you see how wholly unprepared she is to like and she's like actually terrified. be in this moment yeah
1: um so a few kids snicker um Lara claps a hand over her mouth to keep from laughing out loud. Um, it's the same as always. Somebody looks at me and thinks I'm not good enough. I drop my head. Nothing to say, lass. Um, and then Amari's like, "Maybe I'm not Quentin, and I bet I could be. But I bet I could be a de- a decent agent if I decided to be. I'm tired of being underestimated. You're wrong about me. Um, I can be an agent." And then Fiona's like, "So you mean to prove me wrong then?" And Amari's like, "I will prove you wrong." <laughs> um so like i i like that she like again the point was to kind of give her some confidence but she did it in a way that i felt like we could have got to it in a more in an easier way (laughs) maybe um that so well it ain't just me doubting you says fiona they doubt you too um sam goes for all the or she motions to the kids and says they doubt you too sam goes for all the higher-ups who are so eager to tell me eager to tell me to turn you away what have you got to say to that i don't care i will be an agent um fiona's expression softens um and she says keep that wildfire burning inside you and let all of their doubts become kerosene because you know what i see in alas when alas is maligned for something she can't help and yet she still shows up anyway courage and that's what separates the wannabes from the agents in the end um so it's like she yeah she got there in the end she says only you've got to believe it um like you've got to believe in yourself before anyone else will and so she unclips her moonstone badge and puts it back like in a visible place um and then tells her to go back
2: in line she decided this is a teaching moment for Amari and the rest of the class, and she's using the example of Laura versus the example of Amari to make the point. But again, let Amari know that you're gonna do this, so she yeah. does not think that you're attacking her because she's been under attack this whole time. Like, let her not feel like she's under attack by the one person adult that has she had a moment of like, oh, maybe this person is gonna like hang- like be riding for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. um also i think that was my thing it's like it's like clearly she's trying to make this a teaching mo- moment and she's like "Lara," to Lara's presumption of that she knows what an agent needs to be she's telling everyone what Lara thinks is what makes an agent is not correct what mm-hmm. we need is what amari is uh showing with courage and so everyone here should uh
0: showcase their courage or whatever also to me it's like it reminds me of like coaches and like there are a lot of like coaches who only know how to like motivate through yelling or through what and you see this with like you see this with
1: um no a few of those
0: (laughs) any coaches that like coach boys versus coaching girls and it's like i had it because i had a coach who coached football and then decided that he they gave him the women's basketball team and i was like why are you yelling in my face like please talk to me like a thinking person, like the the yelling, does not motivate me. It doesn't get me. It felt very toxic masculinity in general, where you scream in my face, and, oh, and I'm gonna go, yeah, like, nah, man. Like, one of the that's co- not coach one of My
2: middle schools threw chairs once, like to the girls' basketball team. Like, uh-uh. it's middle school girls. Why are you oh, throwing girl, chairs? Relax. Like, like, Please relax. <laughs> <laughs> it was a,
0: said it worked for Bobby Knight with. Oh my college God. boys and it didn't he got fired so uh yeah. but anyway but it just it's like you have to figure out what motivates the person that you're talking to and she doesn't know them yet and like you kind of get a sense like tried and true or whatever and I think that like again she can read intentions but like her intention like, you, like we all said it's like it's a she gets there in the end and it's a good thing but and I think it does end up motivating amari it does do which yeah it does motivate
1: her it's just like it's just and i think amari is even fine like, with what it. She, yeah it's like i think amari, i think amari's fine with it once she understands what fiona's doing but
0: in the moment it is very so, uncomfortable yeah. and it and it 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 is not um it could it could have been damaging
2: but also like if you know that like the adult that you thought you had some trust in is willing to use you for a teaching moment in front of other kids, I don't think that your trust in them is going to be as strong as that adult that you feel like you can just share details with without feeling like Mm there's going to be, like, anything that's going to be, like, negative that could come from that, even if it's for a second. Like, you don't want to... That feels like an unreliable source of trust.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So... Fiona cracks a smile, opens her arms, and says, Welcome to Junior Agent Tryouts. Um, So we learned there are 32 of them. Um, And. Okay, so yes, there's 32 of them. Um, Fiona's in charge of tryouts. There'll be three in all.
2: Um, And. Oh, wait, sorry. Sorry, one thing. mm -hmm. We learned that her name is Melanie Fiona, which is hilarious because that was. No, it's because it's that the Drake. singer's name. Singer, R&B like, singer In yeah. the early thousands, named Melanie Fiona. I I, I was like, why that does that name sound so familiar?
1: And then I never looked it up because I, you know.
2: And I feel like she's Atlanta based, and so I was like, this is very much like a, a yeah, no, not a shout out because it's not the same. I don't think they, they don't have the same personality or they don't sound like they look the same either. But like, it's very funny. no, they
1: definitely this. don't like because because fiona agent fiona is like i want to say irish Irish. yeah yeah Yeah. scottish but yeah no that's like literally i was like my it i was like every time i like when i read melanie fiona i was like that name sounds like a name that i know and i just could not place it
0: but that's so funny i don't know that name but
2: Look up Melanie Fiona, R&B singer, and it should pop up. I'm
0: sure, but I, I think it's also funny to me because, like, I was thinking um, it's two first names, and you can never trust mm-hmm. someone with two first names. You guys, have you heard about that? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from, but I thought it was funny. Um, go ahead. Sorry. It's a long chapter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, 32 Agents... Um, or 32 trainees, um, three tryouts um, that will be decided if, like, they can become an agent. They'll be training them before the tryouts, so the ability to pass won't just matter on how well um, you learn. You also have to, she's like, you also have to have, like, the right stuff inside you. So, you know, you're more than just, like... I can do this. It's also like, you have courage, you, teamwork, or I'm assuming, I'm I'm looking into what she's saying, but she's basically saying you have to have the right stuff already inside you. Um, the last trial is called the finale. It's the culmination of the training that you've received. It comes in three parts. Um, an exam on supernatural facts, a display of technique while dueling with sky sprints and stun sticks, which we, I don't know what that is, or we don't know what that is yet. Um, and demonstrating uh, your supernatural ability, um, and then the first tryouts on Friday, so <laughs> they have a week—really less than a week—um—to figure out. And also, they are going to be cutting
0: kids at each uh Tryout. Try out. So um, this is my biggest. Oh wait. Well, I'll just get there this is my biggest problem and i almost i almost benched the department of supernatural investigations for this um so there's 32 kids um and laura asked how many spots are there and basically there's four spots why would you accept 32 kids
2: it's like college admissions
1: i was gonna say and i think it also depends on how many kids signed up there's way more that signed up
0: I yeah. know, but like,
1: but then I'm also like, it's wild because it also means because, like she said, first trial is Friday, meaning it'll be a short summer for a lot of you, which means that like a lot of them are gonna be done. It's not like they can, as soon as they yeah. fail the first tryout, they can't switch,
2: go to a different department, switch like, or can have these specialty
1: right yeah, out immediately for the summer, and maybe yeah. I mean they can come back
0: next year, but that's it. It's just bad, like. I don't know. It's a weird retention policy and that's possibly based off of the fact that they've let their um, nepotism, legacy stuff get out of hand. And so there's like way more people get an invite to the camp because of who they're related to than have actual potential or like any reason to be in the supernatural world. Um, But, you know, their grandmama was, their great grand somebody with somebody at one point in time um Mm -hmm. but it just feels like very it feels like a bad way of doing that like very discouraging for learning and for um morale i guess in the imagine what it would feel like to get sent home a week after coming and then, like, that becomes up something that, like, even if you come back the next year and you do, you pick a different department and you do really well, like, people are still going to be like, it took you two years to, you know what I mean? It just feels yeah, like an avenue. I don't know if that's
2: true, though, because, like, I have know people who, like, go for your, like, your driver's license. Like, you do your driver's license test, like, twice or three times or something. Like, it doesn't, as long as at the end of the day you have your license and you're driving... It doesn't really matter once you get it. Like, you're gonna have a lifetime of driving more than you're gonna have a lifetime of like failing the test and having to go back for it.
0: Yeah, but I'm just thinking about the kids like Laura and stuff and how mean kids are. I'm sure that once they become adults and they've gone, you know, they've been in trainees or whatever, it lessens. But I just think about like that formative time period and feeling like it just is unnecessary fodder to ostracize. I feel like that's kids.
2: anything though. Like you can't you can't really manage that. Like people will be like, "You remember that time that you like farted in school or whatever?" Like you know what I mean? Like it's going to be people are going to they feel if someone feels like holding something against you. They're going to hold it against you until they feel like they don't want to hold it anymore. Doesn't matter if it's you not becoming part of the department or you having an embarrassing mishap. They're going to keep holding it against you because that's on them. That's who they are. It's not about like what you do at that point. It never really is. Yeah. Like that. Uh, I'm just thinking about the housewives, right? So like, apparently, someone said of something about Karen's mother when we don't know. I, I, we don't know if it even actually happened, but she said that it happened, right? And so, but so she's determined to hold on to that. That's what she's determined to hold on to. She's a grown adult, more than grown, well into her fifties. And she's still holding on to that. So it doesn't really matter. Like, it really doesn't. Like, if these, Laura could be 50 and be on some, you remember that time that she came and tried out for the investigations? You really thought you were hot stuff, huh? But why would it's, it's on Laura for being that awful kind of person? It's not on the kid for having to come and try and find their way. Like, that's what the, it, and I think it's on the, I do say that I think, like, on the bureau's part, they should be better about explaining um that like making it, tr- you should it's, it should be thought of as a fluid learning opportunity to be there each summer and not as a like um end all be all this is your whole plan for your whole adult life kind of thing because I think it puts too much stake in the whole concept of trying things out and figuring out what you want to be when you grow up
0: I agree I just mm-hmm. think that like I I personally do not think that they should accept that many people to knowing that immediately they're going to reject half.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think it is like morally or ethically, right? But I think that like, they're not bothered because they're like, it just it makes our program look popular. And we don't care. Yeah. We like that our right, program is popular.
1: Like, they're the most competitive. And so in order to be the most competitive, you have to have a high number of people trying out and then,
0: yeah low number of output, which exclusivity is Um, like a very big part of this book that I just mm -hmm. like it's forced exclusivity too or forced Mm
2: -hmm. um, elitism
0: elitism, yeah
1: yeah Um, okay so then we go through we look at the schedule so first week uh, they have the tour they have a supernatural knowledge exam intro to sky sprints supernatural immersion and then the number of trainees cuts in half, so then it'll be 16. Um, weeks two and three, they have... Um, well, so the, okay, so yeah, so then they have two weeks before their second tryout, where it drops by half again. Um, so it says they have sky sprints and wall running and aerial maneuvers, supernatural immersion, intro to sun sticks, and supernatural knowledge, self-study. Week four, it literally just says three question marks. <laughs> and then... Um, the finale eight trainees drop to four junior agents, and weeks five through eight is the junior agent training. So the tryouts are only the first four weeks, and then the last four weeks they are actually agents and they're like doing things, um, instead of just like trying out for it. So,
2: yeah, <laughs> I also think that some of the reasoning, but like for this, like, whole strict schedule of how much people are going to be dropping from 32 to 16, 16 to eight, and then eight to four. Um, I think that, like, they're banking a lot on there being legacy in this department before people to, like, have come into this with an understanding that this is the process. Like, even if they don't know what happens over the four weeks of, like, tryouts, they know that there's going to be... there's not a lot of slots typically for this department so that there's a lot of people who fall drop out so their reasoning is that like well they know the process so they signed up for it kind of thing mm-hmm. but like if you don't know if your family hasn't told you that's what the tryout process is then you're just coming in here like without any foreknowledge that you could drop easily in the first week.
0: Well I'm also thinking though if you're family is like the Van Helsings and you think it doesn't really matter because of who my, how, do you know who my father is you know what I mean so like um, a, a lot of them come in there feeling pretty entitled to to mm-hmm. the slots that they want so um, that's
2: what I'm saying that's probably their reasoning is like well they know what they're getting into like they've decided they've family made the decision to put them forth for this department so that's what they're gonna do they fall out they fall out but they knew the consequences before they came in here yeah yeah.
1: At Black Nerds Create, we love all things fandom and creation, and we especially love fantasy. That's why we're excited for our newly named Black Magical History Month coming in February. Black Magical History Month is our sixth annual celebration of Black stories, characters, and fans across different fantasy media. Get ready for a month of digital events, challenges, and community turn ups all across social media. To stay up to date and get more information, go to blacknerdscreate.com. Okay. Let's, let's keep going. Cause we're, there's still lots to cover. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. So now it's time for tour, tour groups. Um, Amari's in the first group along with Dylan Van Helsing. Um, and she's just kind of like, why is he even, why does he even need to do this? Like he's probably been here a bunch of times. Um, so they follow Fiona through the department. Um, And um, it hits Amari that she's about to walk the same halls, see the same sights that Quentin did. um, And it puts a warm feeling in her chest, but also makes her miss him terribly. Um, So then door slides open. They go um, into a wide hallway. It's a fast moving river of gray suits, SWAT team gear and fatigues um, going in both directions. So there's this main hall. It's in a U um, and pretty much fiona's like if you get lost make it back to the main hall and then you'll be able to like figure out where you are um so they're going um she's like that's it they keep going and amari's looking at wanted posters agent of the month plaques um fiona brings her group to a stop when the agents come bustling through a doorway struggling to control a 10 foot tall furry creature in ripped blue jeans and a green uh save the trees t-shirt um, he's saying, I'm innocent, I swear it was a Sasquatch, not me. Um, and Fiona's like, again Bigfoot, what have you gone and done this time? So Fiona ends up following the agents who are getting Bigfoot into this room and then comes out and tells them to come with her. Um, so they're gonna watch this like what's the thing? Like the lineup, basically. Yeah. That's the lineup. Like, yeah, they're gonna watch the lineup um so they walk in um an angry little bearded man in a green suit is brought in he looks like the grumpy uncle of the guy on the lucky charms box is that a real leprechaun amari blurts out the little man turns around and says well i ain't a well i ain't a bloody fake that's for sure um and amari's like oops i wasn't you know wasn't supposed to say that not dylan well. laughs yeah dylan laughs and says um i asked the same question the first time i saw one that leprechaun still sends me hate mail um amari laughs but then she turns away from him because again like he was being rude and she's like i'm not trying to deal with that um you're not friends exactly and dylan's like don't be like that who do you think vouched for you with my father i told him how Lara and her dumb friends were teasing you um but amari's like this isn't a joke to me you can't be mean to me one second and then nice the next i don't know if i can trust you or anything you told me um which i appreciate that she's like nah bro like you can't just come over here trying to act like shit sweet it's not sweet (laughs) like i don't know you you're rude your sister's a bully your dad has been trying to kick me out like why would i want to be friends with you at this point um So Fiona is talking to the leprechaun, says, in a moment, I'm going to show you five faces, point out the one that took your pot of gold. Um, So then um, a group of people, and then she's like, things, creatures, um, all walk in. So the first is an actual bear. Um, Beside it is what looks like a man in a cheap Chewbacca costume. (laughs) Um, Then there's Bigfoot from the hallway. Another Bigfoot um, with gray fur, um, dressed in a fancy red suit and sipping a cup of tea. And then there's a person-sized ant in a trench coat. And again, this is a weird place. Like, it's kind of... <laughs> it's annoying. It's <laughs> like we keep going through, like, moments of, like, this bureau is trash and these people are trash. But then also you have, like, really random, like, creatures that are just exist in this world. And so it's like this weird clash between being annoyed and also being like, wait, that's actually wild. Um, So then uh, that's him Shouts The leprechaun right there in the t-shirt and jeans. Um, So Bigfoot's led away, led away grumbling. The other Bigfoot rolls his eyes and adjusts his monocle. Um, Then he steps into the room and he goes, Melanie darling, when they told me it was you out here, I simply had to come say hello um and so he's so says so, uh sorry fiona says sorry to keep dragging you down here every time your cousin gets out of line i know it's a hassle nonsense gives me a chance to try and talk some sense into him crime doesn't pay and all that falls on deaf ears but as they say you never can give up on family um and then he sees amari and is like as i live and breathe is that the amari peters um, he he introduces himself as Sir Francis Sasquatch the third of the Yellowstone National Park Sasquatches, formally knighted in both fairy courts. So and he's, me, he's an there's fay here. <laughs> <laughs> two 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 courts.
0: There's I, I have, I I have be a theory I about this be Sasquatch in the Department of Fair Relations, but I also don't because that's <laughs> scary. But I also do because it's crazy
2: imagine i have a theory about this i'm gonna gonna wait till we get to the end of the sasquatch uh passage but i have a theory about about sasquatch the third um so he
1: says an absolute pleasure to meet you sweetheart you're all anyone's talking about a magician at the bureau the gossip practically spills itself um and then he's like, "I simply must be going, but if you're ever in the market for a good cave hideout with reliable escape routes, or even a nice underground lair off the beaten path, I'm a woodland real estate agent to the stars, honey. Think of me when you're done playing with, uh, playing at this junior agent business, and start looking to start your criminal empire in style. Good or evil, when it comes to clients, I don't pick sides. Here's my card. Toodles." And so <laughs> he hands her this notebook-sized card, um, and then dips, basically.
0: I also love that he's like basically when you become a criminal, I'll set you up with your lair in front of an investig like a cop the agent. Literally in the middle, like
1: in the department. In the, the model department, of- <laughs> <In the laughs> department in front of the agent. Like
0: And said, I don't choose sides. I will do business with criminals. I'm like, isn't that legal to do business with criminals? So
2: <laughs> all of this fuels my theory for Sas for Sir Francis Sasquatch III Third, uh, which is that he and his family are of mafia family, yeah. mm-hmm. and he's uh, if he's not the Don, he is like one of the higher level mafia members, um, because he's like I don't I tell like because his cousin is continually in crime, which I'm like that sounds like something that like you know he's okay he's always in crime sure fine, but he's also like. Uh, you never give up on family which is feels very like a mafia line to say <laughs> um the fact that he is connected to both fairy court fae courts tells me like this man is up to sus things he's but he sparkle. has good connections and he's built up strong connections to multiple alliance groups right and the fact yeah, that his major not- business like the like the business that he is allowing to be um widely known is that he runs real estate empire okay and he's aware of criminal empires because he's helped people find the places and hideouts for those criminal empires so I honestly feel like he's like you can't live a fabulous life on the straight and narrow you gotta be fab on some criminal crap that's mafia life and he's Willing to use his ma- his mafia's eyes to assist Amari and have an- add a magician to his ranks of people that he can say that he outfitted as part of his empire and alliance building. And I'm here for it. I think it's fun. And I really enjoyed uh, his inclusion. I think he shows Amari that there's a life outside of the Bureau the life of that crime? they're not presenting to her.
1: Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if, you, if, that, if that's what she decides. If that's what she decides, then maybe. You but know. like you could, but also there's a, there's a life outside of the bureau where you can be fab girl. Like you can't be. He's like literally said, like you can't be fab in like in, in here. this. This is not gonna do
0: it. But outside of the bureau, you could if you if you should choose. Which also reminds me of like they can't take your magical power back if you if you dip after you've touched Merlin's ball, right? They can wipe your memory and hope that you don't remember that you have magical powers and not use them but they can't take them back
1: but only if they only if she leaves on their terms and not her own exactly yep
0: mm. i'm so
2: like and, and she, feels- because she doesn't know that she has powers doesn't mean that she couldn't use her powers like it could they'd manifest yeah. without her knowing yeah. it and then she'd be like over here confused like what's happening to me and then
1: here comes marosa apprentice like i got you <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Which is why their strategy does not work. But
0: not honestly,
1: I'm here for Amari keeping her options open. I know she feels uncomfortable by this. She's like, is this what people think of me? That I'm destined to be the Supernatural World's next supervillain? Which I understand why that would be um, unsettling and frustrating and kind of scary. But also... Like even if I wasn't gonna be a villain, I might want an underground lair. That sounds Keep your safe. options. Mm-hmm. open. Keep your options like, open. I, and also, like I if don't want to be findable
0: like, all the time. That's like, what I'm saying. I want to be dipped out. Like, I definitely want an underground lair always. Even that I'm not sounds going, lit. I'm, I'm gonna, be, like, I'm gonna be alone. <laughs> not doing. I'm not gonna be making. Even be
1: reading. I'm, I'm be literally read. exactly.
0: I'm gonna be reading.
1: <laughs> literally just gonna <laughs> be reading. But
0: eating some nachos. <laughs> <That's it. laughs>
2: Literally the you same know person where the to do a drop. Like exactly. one of your aspirations is to do a drop. Like imagine if you're living Ooh. in a hideout and every time all your everything that you get, all your uh, resources or whatever, you drop points for them. Bookmail. Yeah. Your book mail is mm-hmm. dead drops. <laughs> That's
1: like, or even am... even like even like DoorDash. Like you're like, no, yeah, meet in the park. Like, drop it at this rock over here. Like, don't mind. Know, don't they, mind have instructions. That. they have instructions for yeah. like you know how to do delivery, and it's like, On all the the right, we're gonna meet tree, me at this we'll park. See you feel there's a bench i'm gonna sit one way you sit back the other way leave the <laughs> right. bag there and then leave and then i'll grab it and go like it's- <laughs> i don't know i feel like sir francis is somebody to keep you know at least keep her keep, uh,
2: the keep the that card girls so Like, like don't draw, don't you. throw it away don't rip no. it up keep that card keep it um
1: so fiona leads them back into the main hallway they pass the briefing auditorium um the Great Vault um, that Agent Fiona says is impenetrable. Um, And then they go into an area that's glassed off with people passing in and out of glass doors. It's the Operations Bay, which is the central hub where director and assistant director oversee the missions carried out by their agents across the globe. They have outposts on every continent, especially Antarctica, um, because one of the seven great beasts, the Abominable Snowman has been hibernating there for three centuries. Um, and they give him sedatives on a monthly basis to ensure that he that continues because
0: he is not called abominable for nothing unethical to just basically keep this thing in a coma. At that point, I'm like, it feels weird. We but said like, they need an ethics department. Yeah, they don't just have one. Kill him
2: unfortunately <laughs> or let him but be like, abominable in in Antarctica. Like, him, him Antarctica. but like like <laughs> exactly like who all is down there that you're protecting anyway like is he going <laughs> to is he, he going to leap continent from continent without someone like transporting him
0: like what's going to happen but I'm like you, you either but to me again i just feel like the only ethical thing is euthanizing him unfortunately or giving him a um wildlife preserve type of thing where people cannot go yeah. and he can abominable himself till he's content <laughs> in that area. But, like, keeping him asleep for centuries?
2: And, like, is he not going to build up an immunity? Like, you know he's going to at some point. Like, you can't just keep and using on And, like, how much does that someone. cost?
0: It seems, like, wasteful, too.
2: Wow. Yeah. Exactly.
1: I mean, again, this sounds like every, like... <laughs> Government that I've ever known. (laughs) They just do stuff, and you're just like, why am I, why are my tax dollars going to this girl when it could go to? something mm-hmm. much if more... we
2: can line item our taxes ourselves <laughs> let me on. tell you right now first thing will be going to these roads child oh my god Ooh. libraries <laughs> for me i'd be like, like y'all are y'all ain't gonna keep trying to take down these libraries nah, i'm gonna tell you the that roads right now. the
1: libraries and the schools those are like top School. three because yep.
2: social services like the people well, like yes. for new york especially like for like um the home the house pop- population and stuff like that like give them their resources but like give them a place to stay Y'all need to stop playing
0: Mm-hmm. And take all that money out of the defense budget because they can't even Jeez. they can't even balance a checkbook. I don't even know what where money is. A, a, an I in just saw just
2: saw a video about these two officers in the subway. Some man had fallen on the tracks in the subway, and it's the stand. It's the people who are like spectators who are the ones who are helping the man out of the tracks in the subway. One police officer is doing his job. He's, like, flashing down the train to let the train know not to come into the station. But the second police officer just standing there, just standing, not trying to help the man, not trying to, not doing anything, just standing. Well, you know, they don't legally have to do their job. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And that's why they should not be funded to do a job they're not doing. If anybody else I knew I was giving my money to, to do a job they weren't doing, they would not be getting that money.
1: Nope. No. Not at all.
2: (sighs) All, All right. right. Um, so Fiona gives them a
1: hint, tells everyone to know their great beasts by heart, because um, it's a question that is asked every year in the finale. What do you think the great beasts are? Because um, I have okay, I have so, thoughts. Abominable snowman, it. obviously mm-hmm. we have one. Um, Loch Ness monster, yep. yep. Ness. Um, hmm. I like those. That was like the only other one that was like popped in my head when I read this, but maybe the um, dragon.
0: Maybe there's dragon, only man. one, but
2: it really does think I think I speak... no, because, I have, because a LC's 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 a is a, drag. Drag. a dragon, drag. a but, drag. Drag.
0: but I think if there's
1: like maybe a dragon, if it's like a like Vergon or whatever, like, yeah, yeah, no, See, I think like it has I has would... be a whole hatch like of dragon dragons. King. dragons
2: don't just be a blown, there has to be like a yeah, horde I don't somewhere.
1: know if they in my head, it's like only one of each, but I don't know if that's true. Yeah,
2: like, that's right. For the seven beasts, I feel like it's one of each, okay, one big boss. I would say a Balrog, but we're
1: not in uh. Lord of the Rings so well I mean I would just say be like Sasquatch
0: a... but there's a family of Sasquatch it's he has a, a family, right a... that's, that's, that's why they're not a great beast hmm. well maybe maybe big, it's big but and that dude's Bigfoot right no yeah. that dude that dude was Bigfoot no. Sasquatch it's not oh, yeti because <laughs> I feel like yetis and um, yeah, Sasquatches
2: yetis. are like the same thing so then it's Bigfoot
0: hmm. a great beast and the Bigfoot is not a Sasquatch no, Bigfoot was the cousin. Was I think that's name, just his right? name but or whatever. Name yeah, I think, think that's Bigfoot. his name like, or like maybe a nickname or whatever. Or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So we got Nessie. Yeah. The Abominable Snowman. Abominable
2: Snowman.
0: The problem this is, a question we don't for the know listeners. that many. Let us know your great who you think the great beasties are, because yeah, yeah, who are the great beasties? Five who of are them? the great beasties? There's there's seven, I think.
2: Seven of them. Right?
0: And we got two down for like you. there's one at like continent too. like Yeah. Right. So then maybe so like there's, probably, like, like Trippacabra? A-
2: probably bi-continent. Yeah. Do
0: you think it would be a Trippacabra? Yeah. Or do you think that that would be just, like, a, a fantastical... <laughs> oh. Stop. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say bird. on purpose because of the way he- <laughs> I stopped <laughs> it. I just stopped. Dude, but- I think that there's
2: some, yeah. there are really certain terms that I'd be, like, I think twice about. They might, they're might general terms, yeah. but it's, like, yeah. I, don't know, you're I don't know i
1: like, Um... Yeah, if there's one for any, every continent, then that that might narrow it down. That Because like Nessie it has to be for That's Europe. Europe. Boom, over with, done. <laughs> <laughs> so we need Africa, but then also like some of the cultures are so like so many different cultures across like all of these continents.
2: But still. Yeah.
1: Anyway, y'all let us know help us if, narrow it
2: down we yeah. would like to hear because what the we other have to, five comments we're really or one for seven be because repeat. one of them was already provided for Old us twist, so we did yeah. a bad job <laughs> but we, i mean i feel like everybody's gonna be like europe is this nessie like i don't know yeah i can't other... like yeah it's gotta but be I, yeah, I, can't think I'm...
0: I think we, like i am a part of the nessie fan club by the way i just think that like they were just they business. The
1: thing is, is every time I think of the Loch Ness Monster, this is a tangent, and then we got to keep going, because we're, but, and then you keep saying Nessie, I keep thinking of Twilight.
2: <laughs> and I think of Nessie, every honestly, time. it was a band, wasn't there a Nessie, and making the band, the original making the band group? Not the O-Town, the mm. black folks who went to Brooklyn and got cheesecake. I think there was also a Nessie in there, and that's <laughs> what I <laughs> I some I, I know I sound like an old, but whatever. That's my, that's my association with these words.
1: I want to rewatch Making the Band. Um band Yeah. Anyway, y'all, let us know who you think the the Great Beats star, because we clearly failed. Yeah. Our imagination um, is great. Right it really is. I call her
0: Nessie because of a book that I read in which the Loch Ness monster was called Nessie. Mm. I can't remember which book it was now, but they the the main character was like oh that's my homie nessie we go way bad i was like oh you're like oh for real i love it um
1: okay cool so uh their group paces their presses their faces against the glass to look um into the room full of men and women sitting at long tables topped with computers massive screens cover the other three walls making the operations bay look like a NASA control room um on one screen has the words helmet cam and it shows a bunch of agents and grades in gray suits raiding a haunted house zombies more zombies pour out of the doorways and the agents keep slicing them to dust with burning swords and like that is giving uh, a azora high again another <laughs> game of oh, reference. very sorry um but again would not be here no thank you um It's like you know what we're like
2: like saying that, but the kids who are here are the kids who are like motivated
0: by this. They're like, "Word!" Like, this this is is dope! Whoa! But I also feel like if Magnus really wanted to scare some people off from choosing this, he did not mention the word "zombie" in his little speech. At all.
2: Yeah. And that they're like they're, not they're regular multiple kinds like, zombies. Like zombies, regular zombies, not...
0: <laughs> tree zombies, yeah. regular zombies, water zombies. I don't care. Just say zombie and I'd be like, I'ma choose something else
2: no because if you tell me like it's one thing for me to raffle raffle with the idea that zombies exist in this world because everything else exists here sure fine but then you tell me there's different variants of zombies and I'm like nah like that is ridiculous like that's straight up take my memory send me back to the known world child I don't need I I do not
1: want this Um, I don't need
2: to be anything (laughs) that's going with like multiple things can kill me by just for them to eat me for no real reason and then I turn into that thing no thank you Mm -hmm. no thanks um. Nope, nope,
1: nope. Okay, so then there's another screen showing a smirking elderly man in a dusting rocking in a dusty rocking chair. This one is labeled Moreau Interrogation. Um, that must be Moreau the magician like me. Um, and so there everybody's like, "Oh my god, is that really him?" Um, and someone says, "I hope wherever he is, he's really far from here." And then Dylan's like, "Far? Heck, he's right here in this building." I'm like, "Sir, Show Again, off why much. you don't tell. Show off, but also like why you don't tell don't your tell, kids things because, okay. like,
2: the but first who's going to say that? I mean, I wouldn't have put it past his father to have told him, but I also think that like he sounds like the sort of kid who would be nosing around. He's definitely
1: nosing around, but it's like because he already he already admitted to nosing around. But like, it's also mm-hmm. just if you are nosing around, then you wouldn't say that. That sounds like something that got let slip, and then he.
0: You know, you I don't know that like no, a, I don't know that. You also know I don't know an easy supposition to make because like where else like Maybe. this seems like a centralized place, right? Like we still don't mm-hmm. understand how many floors underground this thing is. Right. So it's we like don't know else, how large the bureau is. Yeah. Yeah. We just yeah. Be, we just keep um, going further and further underground, closer to the center of the earth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so Fiona's like, that's not for you to go around repeating. Uh, and then Dylan nudges Amari because again, he hasn't fully. Uh, I guess I don't know. he's trying to. He's I he guess decided that he wants to be her friend or whatever. He's like, well, maybe yeah. if the bureau were better at catching his apprentices, my sister wouldn't still be missing. And it's like, sir,
0: you, I appreciated this he just, a little bit because it like does. Show I did. That-
1: I feel like he just he's he wanted the smoke today. Is kind of what. Yeah.
0: And it shows that yeah. like he does care about his sister, and he doesn't want to be bunched in with his twin, who is the mm-hmm. worst. The thing that I don't understand is why would you, on this tour, let them see the the monitors? They, <laughs> Like, he said it was well. I guess I, like, I don't think
2: that's like, a like, band. Band. I think that's a, I think that's no, the whole question. That's a spectacle here. I think that's part of the yeah. tours for them to see the spectacle of the agents and on in the field. I think that's how so, that's supposed to be part of it. Like I don't think yeah. that's the reason. On but on top of the fact that, that, like, that the idea is the they
1: will be working here. I mean, obviously not all of them. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm if only four of them. But like, if it's
2: classified, I don't think it is. For... Not, the, but they don't have the location written on the screen. Dylan yeah. dropped Dylan the location. Dropped, yeah. It's just
1: a picture. Like, you know what I mean? Like the
2: zombie yeah. fighting. It's is a not video the video footage, building. but it's not, it's not like, it doesn't have on there like Moreau, it has Moreau investigation, not colon underground at the, bureau yeah. right. Like it doesn't have it on yeah. there. My thing is like for Dylan to be who he is, why does he choose now on the first day that the group is together on a tour to be openly critical of the department? Like, what is,
0: what is that about? I think because Mm. it's probably his first time being, well, one, he's separate from his sister. They're in two different groups. And two, it's probably one of his first times being in the department without his dad. So he feels a little bit more like I can say that because I'm criticizing this Mm -hmm. department, but I'm not criticizing my father in front of his face. That's my thought. Um, so
1: Fiona says, one more word from you, little Van Helsing, and I'll throw you right out of these tryouts. I don't care who your father is. Understood? Um, Dylan folds his arm to stay silent, and Amari peeps that Fiona didn't deny his claim. Um, so she's like, maybe he is telling the truth about what he said about Moreau's apprentice. Um, which means this is my chance to get some answers. So she says has Moreau said anything about Quentin and Maria's disappearance which is for me it's more like I get what you were saying Robin about like why bring the kids here for me it's like why bring Amari here specifically to let her see that because clearly if you want her to not like investigate and you want her to stay safe letting her see that Moreau is here is like obviously she's gonna be asking questions even though this is a tour and not a moment for questions um so, but Fiona says, these talks are nothing more than a formality. We question him once a week. When we question him once a week, he refuses to answer. Says the Bureau is the enemy of all magicians. Um, which is technically wrong. He's like, I, Moreau, based on what we've heard, is not a good dude. But that is he is technically
2: right. Like a wrong <laughs> clock can be twice. Mm. It can exactly. be right twice a day. Right, twice a and day, that cause... is one thing that is very clear. Um, like, so...
1: Yeah, so they've been sending agents to interrogate him, but agents are the reason he's locked away. So then Amari's like, could I talk to him? Which, <laughs> I literally, when I read that, I was like, ma'am. Again, not I wrong. She's shoot shooting her shot. shot. let you shoot, like, shoot your shot. But also, like, you're 12. You just got here. What are you going to ask? Like, what training do
2: you have, man? <laughs> like, I just want to know what you got. What you think? What do you think you're going to get out of this man? He's centuries old. not <laughs> <laughs> that he is not going to be prepared to walk around you like 360 at least multiple times because he like, really... Like, come on. Come on.
1: But again, shoot your shot. Do what you got to do. Believe in yourself. Um, she's <laughs> like... Fiona did just tell her that she needs to believe in herself. So, <laughs> you know, she's learning quickly. Um, she says, maybe he'd be willing to willing since I'm also a magician. Um and Fiona's like, not a chance, Peters. You're on shaky ground as it is. There's no way the higher-ups are going to risk you being corrupted by the single most dangerous being on the planet. Um, which, you know, I feel like y'all are kind of corrupting her, too. Like, it's a, there are different ways to radicalize a person. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, You're not even helping your own cause. No. But
1: uh, Amari's like, who says I'd be? But then she's interrupted. The hallway darkens. Red lights flash above um. Above them, a siren blares. Uh, another junior agent runs up and is like, there's been an attack on one of our outposts. 30 hybrids have overrun the place. Um, Fiona's like, 30? How is that possible? Um, so the director wants all senior and special agents to report to the operations bay immediately. So this is a... Uh, it's a dire time. Things are <laughs> popping off. So the rest of the tour is canceled. They're taken into a large computer room. Um, but Amari is obviously still thinking about what happened. Um, she's like, just who is this pr- apprentice that has my brother and Maria and what's going to happen if we don't find them soon? Um, an agent sits at the desk in front of the room and is <laughs> speaking in the most boring monotone um Amari's ever heard and says, I'm sure the red alert you experienced must have been very disconcerting. We've got the best people looking into it. You're going to, um they said they've moved up the supernatural knowledge examination up to today. It's just a diagnostic. Holy so unfair. It's, it's completely unfair. It is, it is only a diagnostic. So it's not like it's going to be, it's more just to see like where they are instead of. um, Like it doesn't have any, hold any weight for tryouts or whatever. That's what they but, all say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, but I think, I think they should have just sent them home. Like, yeah. especially if they know that the exam is tomorrow like then it gives them a little right. time to brush yeah, up the time. instead they're like nope just do it now um so yeah so amari is like as much so the thing is it's like because it it doesn't count but it's really like discouraging for amari because she doesn't know the Anything. answers to these questions oh there are two great beasts in the atlantic ocean it says here. We don't she does mm-hmm. not know the answer to that, but that could be a hint for those of y'all who are gonna tell us what these seven beasts are. <laughs> 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 Two of
2: them are in the Atlantic. Um I think of Nessie's one,
0: right? No, Nessie's in, the she's a lock, in a lake.
2: Right. Lock. Oh, she's in a lock.
0: She's in a lake.
1: Um hmm. mm. what about a cyclops? That's not an ocean, but
2: no, because I think we saw one already and they were
1: chilling. I think we saw more than one.
2: I'm um, like, like, there is a hidden world of Atlantis. Is there a known creature that is affiliated with
0: Atlantis? Like an Ursula? Like not Merman, because that's like, we know, whatever. Yeah. They, they just be. Um... Hmm. Hmm.
2: We have not the time. We don't. Let's keep going. (laughs) Let's keep going. Um,
1: So so on top of like not knowing the answer, she's also distracted about Moreau being in the same, like being in the bureau. Um, When the exam's over, they're called to the office um, to meet with the the instructor. Um, Luckily, one at a time. So nobody knows your answers unless you tell them. Um, which Laura does. So she comes out and she got 83 um, and she's upset because she thinks that she was tutor Like her tutor had them focusing on the wrong things and she's going to demand a new one from her dad.
0: Cause whatever. Um, this reminds so she's me. Called- Sorry. And I'm going to make this really quick. <laughs> no, go ahead. You're good. Time. But when I was in school, one of my friends was kind of bragging about like, the fact that he had a academic scholarship, but he basically only paid like $20 per semester to go out to the school out of state, whatever. And then I come mm-hmm. to find out that like he rich, rich and um like rich into the sense that like had to live in nanny and, and like the nanny was still there while they were in, co- like while he was in college, but he had tutors for every single subject. And tutors for his ACTs and SATs, and I was like, "So, you basically paid the equivalent of your college tuition, and like, one, you don't, you also didn't need that freaking scholarship, and you should have probably rejected it so that someone needs based or who needed it more could mm-hmm. use it. But like, you can't brag about getting the scholarship of it for how good your grades are when you've gotten your hand held." through everything like a lot of people me I just went to public school and figured it out (laughs) like I took a SAT prep course um but like I didn't have these tutors and so it's like really funny that she is openly complaining about how the tutor that they got was useless and she's going to demand a new one at the same time Amari is like I don't even know this place existed or anything about this world.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm taking this test. So, it's just... Yeah, the system is very much built
2: to keep outsiders defeated. Yeah. Like, from able to, like, achieve very much. But the, for me, the standout thing from Laura is that they keep saying that this test doesn't mean anything, but is demanding another one. So, she knows something. Well, she's demanding a tutor. And she's a not tutor. demanding
1: another one. She's demanding oh, a tutor. Okay. Yeah. She's just like, I'm not,
0: like, She's not a B person. She's yeah. Not or whatever. B. But um, also the fact but that I'm like, saying though, if Laura this, like, is saying that the eighty three yeah.
2: is not big, it's not good enough for this exam that's supposed to mean nothing again. Well, I think it's also like it's a thing?
1: it's a baseline, so it's to know what you know, and it's like if I took this test again, they have the they have the actual yeah I know what it is for
2: I'm just saying that the fact that Lara is like they keep they're saying that the test means nothing in the grand scale but I'm like I you're you're not right like you're gonna if Amari has the lowest score and that score is like 26 the way that the course is being taught is going to reflect like the whole group average and Amari's score will bring down whatever the score range is or whatever Mm -hmm. So it's like I I will know if I feel like the child who has been left behind. Yeah. Because how it doesn't like, like it matters going forward. It
1: doesn't count towards their like. It's more that it doesn't count, not that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it doesn't count towards their whether or like, not they be sure. a yeah. or not. But it does matter in terms of like like it definitely is affecting all of these kids. Um. So Amari's called in. She got four out of a hundred. Um and likely due to some guesses um the instructor is like this just means you'll need to devote a good bit of your time studying in order to perform well during the exam section of the finale um she says you've got quite an uphill battle especially given your natural ability your supernatural ability situation um but then uh she writes her a list of books to check out in the library she doesn't have a lot of time to study especially when she's also supposed to be looking for quentin but like i did appreciate that this instructor didn't just look at the thing be like hate to see it and send her on her way you know what i mean the like first she was like really okay here are some things you can look through.
0: instructor that we've seen yeah for amari or yeah
1: yeah who was like okay you're like and you know it's not like it's it's a lot to have to go through it's a lot of different books and all that but at least in a
0: short somebody's of time. giving her some kind of direction. Yeah, like a stop a starting um,
1: point. Yeah. Um, so she leaves the office and her buzz her phone buzzes. Um, and here comes Magician Girl, 18 again, um, saying, Bummer on failing the test. Wouldn't you rather be learning the truth about magicians? About Moreau. Um, Amari spins around looking, like searching through the classroom. Not a single person is on their phone right now. Um She's like, "How do you know that? Are you here too? And what do you know about Moreau? Um, Then here comes the response again. Um, First, you have to prove you can keep a secret. Don't tell anyone about my offer, and I'll contact you when the time is right. This is sus. You are being I don't recruited, trust this girl. Not to, not to, not to, you know, magically profile, but this is but suspicious. magically profile. <laughs> you are
0: being recruited. You are being yeah. Um, radicalized in front of our very or yeah. attempting to be radicalized in front of our very eyes I hate it here but
2: like you didn't tell anyone your score so how did they know it there's somebody who's up in the somebody system is they, up it was,
1: somebody's up to something it
2: was already says that they knew your profile was mm-hmm. a, is available before you it's not even public it's a private profile that no one knows that you have besides Elsie but ne- they also know your test score without any, like, they have to know how to, like, look at the system, because how else would they know?
0: They are yeah. also a magician, though. Um, Alright. Real MVP. Um. I made Amari my MVP. I think that, like, she handled this, you know, just even more and more and more um input and information, and she continues to handle it like a pro and, like, keeps her wits about her and stands up for herself um and even though she only got a four on her test she did that um on her own and yeah
1: yeah um i also made amari my mvp also just for like having the like like, not giving up on herself, like, obviously she's dealing with a lot of, like, confidence issues, and a lot of people telling her that she can't do this, like, she can't succeed, she can't find Quentin, like, all these different things, but she is continuing to, you know, keep going, and I love that for her.
2: Well, my MVP was um, Sir Francis Sasquatch the Third because <laughs> i appreciate mm-hmm. how he came into this whole like straight and i i appreciate what who ain't anyone who can straighten the face of someone else who is like got like their whole like their whole thing going on and it's being like yeah so criminal empire any needs that you have like right here i'm a friend of the law enforcement agency that would come put squash any of this down i don't care i'm going to tell you right now i have reliable escape routes available I know hidden underground layers and hideouts. Like, I can keep you covered. I am the person who can help you make that happen. I'm like, I I like the guts of uh, Sir Francis. And I feel like um, Amari needs all the, and, and as a reader, it was refreshing too, to like see that there's a world outside of like the whole concept that the Bureau is your connection to this like magical world that you don't see unless you have like access to it. Um, I really like the idea that you can be part of this world without having to like be part of the institution that like governs like how people are supposed to do on the up and up path like there are so many different ways to be part of it Um, and I hope that that does open Amari's eyes to like hopefully I know that the criminal enterprise of it all is like not it's not great uh, but I think it's really it's great as a insight and I hope that she's able to like weigh that when she's making her considerations and especially now that she's part of the secret internet who knows what she'll get into on the interwebs there um, like she, she knows that there is something else and she's not going to be like completely overtaken by what those
0: possibilities are mm-hmm. um benched I benched Girl 18 because you up to something and yeah. I don't like it mind your business Um, if you go help me find my brother, help me find my brother, but ain't nobody ask you to give me more information on magicians or to be looking at my test scores. So you got to go block Mm -hmm. mute. I don't know. I don't know the safety features on the (laughs) other net, but you got to go.
1: Yeah. Agreed. I also like it just, it, it's, it's suspicious. It's just not a good look. Something, something's happening there um and like could be helpful but it's definitely dangerous and it's just not necessary we don't need it <clears throat> and also like why I can't think... they just come and tell talk to her like why right. they're doing all this Say stuff it, with what's you? your chest i mean i get like if you are actually a magician like sure you gotta be careful but this is not
2: a way And like, who says that like your connection to Amari is secure anyway? Like, is she really want? You're really banking on her trying to not get in trouble and not showing these messages to someone else because how do you know that you all this like subterfuge you're doing is really worth it in the end? Yeah, <clears throat> talking about subterfuge, someone who has none at all is director Van Helsing, who I benched. Um, for really putting Amari in a place where she feels like she has no other options and she has no actual real supports. And the fact that like she like even in the g- group of trainees that she's in, um, when the whole conversation is happening with Agent Fiona, like a few kids look like supportingly at her, but for the most part, like Laura and um the whole world's kind of view on like magicians, and I'm sure like for me, it just comes back to Dr. Ren Helsing. I'm like, why? this um experience for amari is just such a an isolating um and like stressful experience in a way that it really should not have to be and if you were a better director this would not be happening and also for the whole um
0: 32 kids four slots thing because like seriously thank you for listening join us next week when we discuss chapter 14 wizard team is brought to
1: you by black nerds create if you want to keep up with our other content you can check out our website at Blacknerdscreate.com. follow us on twitter at blk nerds create uh, at yana wrote it at robin underscore rambles and at Um, follow us on instagram and tumblr at black nerds create and subscribe to our monthly magic newsletter and don't forget to rate and review the podcast um wherever you're listening to this and we'll see you next next time next week Bye. Bye.